Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 11. I feel like it's such an important topic, especially considering it's summer. Last week we talked about feeling self-worthy and weight loss. And I feel like weight loss and nutrition and fitness go all hand in hand. So today I want to talk about expectations from our fitness journeys. And there are a few reasons I want to talk about it. I see women from all walks of life coming to me or sharing things on social media or even friends and family members sharing how they are either not motivated to work out they are burning out or getting injured too much and, of course, stop their journey. Or they're in the vicious circle of starting and stalling all the time and starting over. There are people who handle fitness journeys well, and usually it's the matter of practice. So I want you to think about for a moment, what are your fitness goals? Why do you exercise? Or if you don't exercise, why do you not exercise? I'm going to share a little bit of backstory with you guys. If you listened to the previous episodes, you probably know that for the majority of my life, I was not fit or healthy. I started exercising when I moved to the United States, which was about nine years ago, actually probably closer to seven years ago, because for the first two years, I had a pair of running shorts and I hated everything about them, and it made me feel uncomfortable to go to the gym. I did not know what to do. I could not feel good at the gym or after the gym, so I was not successful in my first two years. But then I started running. In 2012, when I started taking care of me and taking charge of my health, I started running. I was in love with running. I was obsessed with running. I spent most of my Sundays running. And I've completed four full marathons and a dozen of half marathons. I was seriously talking, thinking, sleeping, everything about running. I went to a running retreat to run with Dina Castro, one of the fastest marathoners in the United States. And I was seriously obsessed. My goals were to qualify for Boston, obviously, to break world records. I'm serious, absolutely that serious, considering I started running in my late 20s. (laughs) I'm laughing now, but there were serious goals and I pursued them seriously like an athlete. I was injured once from overdoing it and I was burned out more than a few times. My nutrition was not really on point. I feel like right now that I'm thinking back, my body was not on point with so much volume. I also traveled for two years of my professional career in corporate environment. I traveled for 20 hours every week to Dallas from California and it was a lot it was a lot to handle and I did not feel good after my long runs I feel good for the most part but I did not feel good after long runs and they were the most important ones 
So when I would reach my marathon starting line, I was excited by by the end of the third or fourth hour. I was feeling pretty sick. I always finished all the marathons I started. Sheer willpower and some leg strength. But I never felt like I will be able to break through. I felt like something was stopping me. My health was stopping me. Or maybe the fact that I was not fit for such a long time, I was still catching up on overall fitness. At some point later, I switched to CrossFit and I was in love with CrossFit until I got injured (laughs) because I went all out and I didn't have good coaches around me to train me. And CrossFit is a sport where there are a lot of meatheads and a lot of ego gets in the way so you can get hurt really easily, especially without good supervision. At some point, I fell in love with weightlifting and now this is what I do. I built my own gym. I have a coach who watches what I do, and I train with a coach, and I absolutely love it. So why am I sharing sharing this with you? My fitness goal right now is to go to my first meet, just perform there, complete what I need to complete, my Olympic lifts. So those are my current fitness goals. They change so much from trying to qualify for Boston or running sub three hours marathon. I wanted to share this with you because whether you have a goal of just getting yourself to the gym or creating more movement during the day, or you have some lofty goals that you want to achieve, maybe compete, maybe reach the certain standard in the industry, maybe you just want to get stronger. I want you to think about it this way. Expectations aren't always met and that's okay. Is it possible to achieve every fitness goal you want? I think both yes and no. You can have some enticing goals that will keep propelling you forward and move you and discipline you, organize you. But at some point, your body might say no, or your health might say no, or your circumstances might say no. I used to believe that age can uh, define your fitness goals, but I'm going to share a few stories. I remember that I do know of at least three athletes who kicked butt big time. For example, Ed Whitlock, he uh, ran a marathon at three hours, 25 minutes, something at age 80. There is also a 92-year-old lady, a Canadian lady. I don't remember her time right now. She holds 23 world records in the 90 to 95 age bracket. Of course, she probably beats all of those ladies who can't move anymore, right? It's a solid age. I doubt many people even walk independently at that point. And there is also Sister Madonna Buder. She is uh, just incredible. I feel like such a phenomenal story. She is the Iron Nun. She completed over 360 triathlons and 45 Ironman. Do you know what an Ironman is? It's a three-part race where you swim for 2.4 miles, then you bike for 112 miles, and then you run a full marathon. And she completed 45 of those. It's insane. It's mind-blowing. So I do not accept any more excuses about my age or anybody else's age. Of course, you have to be gentle and careful and take into consideration your circumstances. If you had serious health conditions, some medical history of trauma or disease, of course, those are not going to be your goals. Your goals might be just moving without pain. 
But I also want to mention the mental or mindset piece of goal setting. As a certified health coach, as a fitness professional, I fight the stigma of burning calories to look good or burning what we eat as the main reason to exercise. I really think this concept should go away and drown itself (laughs) because it's such a stigma that we don't even look into the data or research that does not support the fact that calories in equals calories out. The donut you ate is not going to be burned by you running on the treadmill for 30 minutes. It's not how it works. Weight loss is way more complex and convoluted, and exercise generally is not effective for weight management. It makes you hungry. I had a ravaging appetite when I was running for 13, 18 miles on my Sundays. I could not stop eating. That doesn't make you lose weight or stay in shape. You still can see runners who are long-distance runners and they still have a belly. They can have very lean limbs, but they can have a belly for a reason. Also, exercise keeps you chronic exercise, especially keeps your body inflamed, which some of the inflammation, the acute kind, is good. But if you're in chronic inflamed state, it's going to spread across your body and create so many impediments for your health. Plus, I'm not going to give you a lecture on all the health aspects of exercise as a negative effects of over-exercising. So if you're thinking about burning what you ate, I want you to think again. Do you actually want to go work out because you need to burn the calories? Or do you want to just feel good in your body? Maybe make better choices eating and finding exercise routines or fitness goals that are fun that support your mentality, that support your mindset, that support your body, that make you feel more in love with yourself, stronger, empowered, confident, secure, whatever you choose, rather being a bunny and running in a loop, trying to burn what you just ate. And every time, I still have a tiny desire to qualify for Boston because that was a big bucket list item for me for a long time. But I only want to do it from the place of health. In fact, I actually want to add a piece of community because some of my family members just qualified for it and they are going to do it. But I don't know, actually. I don't know if my body will allow me. I guess it will. It will allow me to run if I want to. But I do not feel like I want to be sick again or have long recovery or a lot of inflammation and struggle. I really enjoy my health right now. So for me health became my priority. And that's another thing I want to talk about today. What are your priorities? What is your fitness goal framework? What's important surrounding your fitness goals? Why do you want to exercise? When I go to exercise and when I go to train at my gym, when I walk out of there, I want to feel almost complacent, self-satisfied with how I spent my time, how my body moved how I'm feeling in my body, how my hormones are stable, how I don't feel overly inflamed and fatigued and also hangry all the time. I want to walk out of my gym and say, heck yes, I'm a badass. I just want to give myself a self-high five and feel really good about my accomplishment. So I wanted to share this with you. What matters to me as a health coach, what matters to me as an athlete, it matters for me to support my body in the long term, not just getting abs. Here's a funny story for you. Last week, I went to do a photo shoot in Charleston with my favorite photographer. 
I will be honest with you, subconsciously, I really wanted to have a six-pack for my photo shoot because I was wearing shorts and a sports bra and I was outside. It would, it would be so cool. But I'm a weightlifter now, so for me, my strength matters much more. And all I have right now is a two-pack. So I could be on stage with two-pack with my two-pack. So the number one thing is for me is to support my health. To support the fact that I'm aging, I'm not getting younger, although I feel like I'm reversing my aging with my lifestyle, and to create as minimum of chronic inflammation as I possibly can. My second goal or purpose for my fitness goals is to have fun, because I'm not a Zumba class person. I am not going to have fun there. I also loved bar classes, but I got bored. And I'm like a hippo in the class, so I feel like I start laughing and falling and rolling. I have no balance, so that was not for me. So having fun for me, it's one it's in a while, changing up my routines, achieving my strength goals, working on my technique a lot, working on my flexibility, working on the mental piece of exercise where I decompress. This is my decompressing time. This is where I release my inner pressure cooker at my gym. And maybe exercise stresses you out more than relieves the stress. Maybe you didn't find the right kind of exercise that will relieve stress for you. That's okay. The third reason for me personally to exercise is to feel successful, feel accomplished. And I love the process more than anything else. I used to work out for the results, for the aftermath, so I could eat. And it was so unhealthy to begin with. Right now, for me, feeling successful is just having a good session at the gym. And they're not always good, but I always try to find something good, some progress I made during that hour or two hours I spent at the gym. What else matters to me? The fourth thing is to stay injury-free. And if I am injured, I use the weaker parts of my body. I use that time to strengthen them. Yeah, it really sucks to be injured. I will tell you, I had three injuries in the last seven years. They really stink, especially if you are an achiever, if you have goals, if you want to move, if you like movement for the sake of movement. They really stink. But you can use that time in a smart way. So the benefits of aligning your goals with your overall purpose, with your health, with your vision for your health are incredible. You're going to have so much more time. You're going to have so much more fun doing any exercise. Maybe you'll find your soulmate workout and you'll be craving it. Maybe you'll find a community that you really, really like. And CrossFit was that for me. A big part of it was about the community. Maybe your energy will go up every time you lift weights. And maybe you'll finally stop being a cardio queen, reduce the inflammation in your body and start feeling so much more energized and healthier and motivated to do more. And here's another thing. I have so many women coming to me every time I hear two phrases. I want to lose weight and I want to tone up. The first thing that comes to their mind is they have to exercise like mad five, six, seven times a week. The more, the better. Once we investigate and once we discover what's the actual reason for them to work out. We identify that the abs or a six-pack or Michelle Obama's arms are not their goal. It's not their first goal. It's not their ultimate goal. There are usually some deep 
fears to not be loved, not feel good in your body, not to look good, not be able to do what you want. But it's never about, I always say it's never about food, but it's also never about exercise itself. It's never about food. It's never about physique. It's always about some deep-seated beliefs. And I want to ask you a question. What are your beliefs about your body, about your movement, about your exercise? Why do you think you should exercise? And I have three types of people I see. Goal setters. They set goals, but don't have a plan, don't have any support system, don't have a clear vision. And they just set goals and usually never reach them. They're goal getters, people who go and get it. They plan, they execute and troubleshoot and go again. And they're goal floaters. They change things up too much, way too much, without reaching one or another goal, and they never find the root cause of their desire to exercise or proper exercise management. And I feel like anything else with any other goal, being a go-getter in this respect is really good, because once you plan something, you find ways to execute it, you have the right reasons to execute it, and if your fitness goals are healthy, you will be able to troubleshoot along the way and find your way to reach them. And that achievement will feel so great. And I want to repeat myself, you may disagree with me, I think the best fitness goals always revolve around health, strength, and fun. There might be some deviations and smaller sub-goals around this, but I feel like if you think about your overall health, about your longevity, about optimal, about the best, better quality of living, You will always focus on what will bring me the best long-lasting results. Not just the abs, not just the arms, not just the nice butt. What will bring me long-lasting results so I can run after my child or grab a suitcase and put it in in the overhead bin on the airplane? Or maybe just pick something up from the ground. I recently met a young man in his 30s and he looked pretty thin and fit. And he goes to the gym, but he said he had a hard time reaching his toes and picking something up from off the ground. His goal would be to develop more flexibility so when he's older, he can actually pick things up without someone else's helping him. And I would never ever stop you from wanting a mind-blowing, sexy, hot, fit body with good definition, if that's your goal. But you have to understand, to support that goal, you need to be extremely healthy have a great support system and knowledge to do that. And even if you want to be an endurance athlete and run 50k races or ultramarathons or do something absolutely crazy like climbing Mount Everest, you need to know you need a good coach. You need someone who will help guiding you throughout the process. Otherwise, there are too many disappointments, injuries, sickness, and all that negative stuff that I would never wish for you. I'm going to leave you with two questions today. And if you want to share the answers on social media, make sure to tag me at anya.perry on Instagram because I would love to know. I would love to know. Question number one, are your fitness goals healthy? I want you to write them down and look at them and think, why do you have these goals? What do they support? Why do they matter to you? And how do you want to feel when you reach them? And question number two, how can you make your fitness fun? If it's not fun for you, maybe you're overtraining, maybe you lost your motivation, maybe you don't have a supporting partner, spouse, friend, maybe you need accountability. 
Maybe you need a community. Maybe you need to try something new. Go to a hot yoga class or try a spin class or hit class or something new. Maybe soul cycle. Because I feel like there is nothing worse than you have a great intention to take care of your body, but you keep putting yourself through those awful classes that you can't stand, but you feel obligated to be there because of X, Y, Z. Don't be that damsel in distress. You don't need that. You deserve much more. You're worthy of taking care of your body in the best way possible. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, make sure to email me at hi at anyaperry.com. Connect with me on social media because I'm here for you at all times and I can't wait to hear about your fitness goals. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.